Welcome to the Safety Always podcast. This podcast will cover the driving LSR. Today we have Eric Severance with us to tell us the story of an unfortunate incident he had. So when we start, Eric, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and your career at Whiting? Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. I've been with Whiting since May of 2010. Um, started as a pumper. And this, when this incident happened, uh, I was a frac tech at the time. So the incident we're going to talk about, I remember... Uh, very well. I was also a lease operator. I was a lease operator at the time, and Eric was actually one of the guys that trained me in. So I was very uh, aware of the area and the turn. But why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what happened that day, Eric? I believe it was November 11th, uh, 2013. Um, beautiful November morning, uh, sunny, the roads were clear. Um, I was dropping off. Um, rig heaters at a site. I was coming back to the office to talk to the boss man. Um, and so I was coming from the south, going north. Um, pulled, I was going to pull into the office, so I had to make a left-hand turn. Um, so I was waiting for oncoming traffic. I noticed a pickup coming, slowed down a little bit behind me, but he passed me on the shoulder and then it was the second vehicle that was tailgating him and ended up rear-ending me. Um, seeing stars when he hit me, I was like, oh no. Um, he ended up pushing me into the trailer of the oncoming semi. Um, I knew immediately I broke my collarbone. The, the trailer kind of came over top of the pickup, right? I don't know that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seen stars after I was rear-ended. I don't think I was out too long. I know the driver's side door wouldn't open, so I had to climb out the the passenger side. Um, I know. I think one of the mistakes I made was when the ambulance came. Um, I they were telling me I should have went in the ambulance, but I rode with the boss to the hospital that day. So I don't know if it was a possibility of internal bleeding or shock or that's some. Probably a little sure. adrenaline yeah. rolling. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I remember seeing the pictures of that vehicle, and, you know, you can tell that that thing took quite the hit. Um, I know you had kind of mentioned um, you had a broken collarbone. Um, tell us a little bit about the hospital, the injuries you sustained, how long you were there, you know, stuff yeah, like that. It was completely broken collarbone, um, some cracked ribs. I remember trying to sleep. <laughs> I couldn't lay down and sleep right after that. I think I had to spend... Uh, one full day before I was able to go into surgery. So they sent me home with some meds. Um, ended up getting a plate in my collarbone, uh, which I eventually went in for the second surgery surgery to have that removed. And the ribs <coughs> healed over time on yeah, their own? Yeah, nothing was really done with that. So, you know, thinking back to that time, you know, and I've seen, you know, we'll try to get the picture of that vehicle on our information alert going out, um, you know, all of us gathered around your truck just thinking, man, he's lucky to be alive. You know, thinking back, you know, if you're in that situation again or since then, you know, you you live south of the office, you make that turn pretty much every day when you're coming in here. What goes through your mind or what do you do differently than maybe before the incident happened? Um, <clears throat> yeah, before I wouldn't think twice of making that turn. Now I get, I still make those here and there, but I do feel safer to turn uh, right if I can, maybe 
across the intersection that way. I've done that numerous times just in fear of holding up traffic and that happening to me again. Um, yeah, I was actually first time after, first time driving after the incident was kind of scary for me. <laughs> it mustered up a lot of courage to get going again. So how did this uh, affect you in your personal life? You know, <clears throat> before getting out of the hospital and going home with recovery and then just you know, your everyday life, did this have an effect on you? Um, you know, I guess I got a big scar across my collarbone. Um, it, early when that happened, it was difficult to sleep, get in the right position to sleep. Um, even to this day, it's a little numb where they, you know, did the, right. opened me up and. So you're not, you know, not, you're not even in the same condition. You're I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, right. So it's close, you know, just, um, I like what you said there, you know, possibly rather than stopping in the intersection when there's traffic and waiting to take a left, take a right, turn around so you can cross the intersection, you know, that way you're, you know, you're mitigating that hazard. You know, you still obviously have a hazard crossing, but much uh, less risk that way. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I appreciate you telling us your story, Eric. Um, I know sometimes these things are tough to drag up, but, um, hopefully waiting to be better for it. Thank you so much. Thank you.